he slipped on them. Okay. Was he digging? After slipping there. Oh, okay. Well, here we go. Mm -hmm. He initially slipped on the sandals. Like, that's how we found them or tripped over them, I guess. Okay. And then after he put them on his feet, he was cured of all illnesses. He had a few, did he? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have any now. Really? Yeah. So, uh, so now thousands of Catholics, devout Catholics, are like making their way to Utah to check out Jesus' shoes. Uh, did they get to stand in the shoes and get healed? Oh. Is that what they're going to do? Pilgrimages? Hi, I'm Craig Dragon. And I'm Joni B. And we're your hosts to welcome Did You Hear This? weekly news podcast where we talk about current random news stories that we found interesting and hope you do too did you hear about the finnish prime minister no i didn't what what dirty happened dancing then? she was dirty dancing <gasps> scandalous shouldn't be That's allowed I, <laughs> I enjoyed the photos <laughs> were the photos yeah absolutely there is a video oh uh, my yeah and apparently so the 36-year-old Prime Minister of Finland was uh, was out partying with her friends and some video was taken and it ended up online and now the Conservatives in the country are screaming murder or bloody murder over there. Okay, so is she in the Conservative Party? No, she's not. Ah, oh, that's why then. Yeah, so her, yeah, it's her political opponents are uh, uh. are raising hell. Oh, to the point where, even though she came out in her own defense saying that she was had been drinking but had not been involved in any drugs, had never taken any drugs, that wasn't good enough for her detractors. So she's actually gone out and taken a drug test just to shut them up. Oh wow! So she's not allowed to have any fun then, I guess. Well, I don't know. Should she be allowed to have any fun as the uh, as the prime minister of the country? Shouldn't she be more? responsible and setting it an example for everybody well i guess it depends on where she was like i mean was it a private nightclub kind of deal i, I believe so yeah and she's just having fun i mean i've not seen the pictures myself i don't know how dirty the dirty dancing was <laughs> or if there were other people involved in it or what <laughs> Was it with the a dirty pole? Okay, then. Yeah. No, no poles were involved. I think the person in question should be the one who was filming it and who made it public. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, the confidant whose confidence was uh, blown. Or, oh, that's yeah. pretty mean. She's just out having a you know, having fun in, I mean, she wasn't on the street doing it. She was relatively in a private club deal. Yeah, that's, let's see. Santa Marin 36 came under fire this week after a leaked video showed her partying with some, poli- oh, party, some politicians saying she should be tested for narcotics. Right. So yeah, that's basically the tagline. Yeah. She did, she did have her test. Yeah, that's a toughie, eh? I mean, she's a new, uh, younger generation. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, even even if you have a uh, a very conservative view of what a leader 
should be. The world's changing so fast now, and I think we have to be open to we have to be open to people who are have. Uh, I mean, I don't think anything. I mean, the drug thing would be illegal, but I don't see how her dancing in a lewd fashion is illegal, really. Uh, no, not illegal. Just just questionable as to whether or not you want the leader of your country doing that. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, she wasn't on a beach or in the streets, you know. Well, doing her own thing. I yeah, gotcha. yeah. I think I think that's a bit. They're just maybe they really, really don't like her or they're jealous or something. <laughs> I think so. She's pretty cute. Who's even <laughs> jealous about? Well, that, so, that yeah. was that fascinating story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so in Panama, there is an island that keeps flooding more and more. And in 50 years, they predict that it will be totally gone. That seems to be uh, the case for so many of the islands in the Caribbean, not only in the Caribbean, but out in the Pacific. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, the uh, greenhouse gases are being absorbed into the ocean along with the heat. With the, true what they say about global warming, eh? Everything's getting hotter and hotter. So the oceans are expanding, plus, over 318 gigatons a year of ice is melting and going into the ocean. 318 gigatons of ice. Yeah. So to give uh, you an idea of what a gigaton is, if you take Central Park in New York and you had a thousand feet of ice above or taking up that space, um, that is a gigaton. That's amazing to think that uh, there's over 300 of, the, of those, just a chunk of ice that size. Mm -hmm. Huge. Have you ever been to Central Park? I have not. Have you? Yeah. And what do you think? I thought it was pretty cool. It went on a uh, horse and carriage ride. Oh, was it romantic? Uh, yes, it was. No. I, was there with my, I was there with my sweetheart at the time. Oh, so. lovely. It was very nice. It was a nice weekend. Oh, good. Yep, but to think you'd be covered in a thousand feet of ice. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's, that's not a small park either. That's a good chunk of land. Yeah. So, um, according to NASA, uh, 3.4 millimeters per year rise, which sounds like a little bit, but the ocean is massive, right? So, and it all adds up. And they have been measuring it since... Oh, this amount they've been measuring since 1993. So that's quite a lot. Three millimeters a year? Mm, 3.4 to be exact. Uh, well, they have special measuring equipment for this. They've been watching it for a while. I guess they have to measure that. I mean, how do you, how do you measure three millimeters of difference? Well, they have uh, satellites time. set up um, watching the coastlines, I believe. That's amazing if you think about it. Mm -hmm. It is I mean, technology to be, to be able to uh, to be able to discern that that level like yeah. three meters over the course of a body of ocean that's always in motion. That's wild, cool. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool.
well, he, on the 16th of August, he signed a new deal, which is up in the 700 billion price range. Whoa. And part of it is involving climate change. Um, finally going to do something, finally going to take some action. Well, it is, it is one of his priorities, isn't it? One of Biden's priorities is the climate. And I think this summer, again, is showing us that it is happening and it is important. Another insane summer with the heat waves. Yeah, and storms. I mean, I mean things come and go so quickly. I'm sure people living in Europe don't forget, but uh, we over here, I've, I've almost forgotten about the uh, the heat waves that poured through uh, Europe in July. Yeah. And killed countless hundreds of people. And causing fires. Exactly. Like wine country in France, up in oh. smoke. And, and uh, over in California as well. Intensely hot fires. California seems to always be on fire. Now. Yeah, and so does BC. That's right. So, We've been a little bit lucky on the Alberta side of the yeah. side Rockies, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, it's well on the leeward side of the mountains, right? So we have the rain. That's right. Had a bit of rain yesterday too, which was nice. I didn't see it. I missed it. Oh, you must have been asleep. <laughs> it was in there. It started around eleven or so, and it was it was spotting on and off. It was pretty good. It seems to have been a pretty dry summer. Not seems to have been. It has been. Yeah. Very dry. Summer. A lot of dry grass, and then you get the lightning and the sparks. Ah. A little bit of a bit of excitement in this place. Forest fire. <laughs> well, there was one near Carrot Creek, actually, which they got under control quickly. Oh, that's good. Thank goodness. Yeah, so Biden is uh, having, so he wants to give money back to people who buy electric cars. Right. And it, more um, to get people away from buying cars from China. <laughs> So, he, so I, money to American cars if you buy an American based. But I I don't I think that was not including Tesla for some reason. I believe the reason why it wasn't including Tesla was because the cars that would qualify in terms of their uh, price range mm -hmm. uh, were not made in the United States, like Tesla's cars of so the price range that were right. Because isn't he opening a plant in China? I think that's already happened. All right. So that so the uh, the more affordable models of Teslas are made overseas. Ah. So that I think part of that Biden plan uh, to uh, compensate uh, people buying electric cars. Um, They're made over in China, which is what he's trying to avoid. Yeah, like he only wants like the. Uh, the plan is for cars made in America, but unfortunately, not very many electric vehicles for the price range that they want to cover are actually made in the states. So that seems to be a bit of a, a bit of an issue. Yeah, they do. So, he, he does have a plant in Texas too, though. 
Right on. Well, well that's just it. Like, um, so basically what I just mentioned was the art, not the argument, but an issue that has been brought up a couple times now. Like, how, how good is this deal going to be if the cars, if there aren't any cars that are going to be covered under this deal? Yeah. But the counter argument has been, or at least as far as I understand it, is that uh, this should encourage Tesla and other electric uh, vehicle makers to start building their electric vehicles in the States. Yeah, I think Ford. Ford does, don't they? And then GM is ramping up their electric uh, car production as well. Quite, I mean, they by I think it was by 2030, they want to have only sell electric cars, I believe. GM, that is. I think so. I look forward to that day. Yeah. I probably will own an electric car eventually. What kind of electric car would you get? Well, it depends on, I mean, like most people, it has to have really good range, but there are new batteries coming out, or there will be. I mean, they're doing research on many kinds. You've got, mm, yeah, like uh, sodium, solid state, silicon, and diamond. Diamond. Yeah, diamond battery. (laughs) So what happens there is they have... um, they're making the diamonds, which unfortunately is um, very carbon intense to, it involves a lot of heat. But they make these little teeny tiny diamonds. Right. And so they're actually nuclear diamond batteries. Um, That sounds crazy. Yeah. So they can actually use some of the nuclear waste to react with the diamonds and the material, um, it creates a hugely long life battery that they say can last, um, like, for example, uh, right now they can only make the teeny tiny batteries so they're working on making larger ones for cars but okay. uh, if you had one of these batteries in your watch it would last 90 years wow yeah so that's something that you want to be able to scale up and put in the car definitely that's that's incredible yeah and then uh, it says here that a smart tablet or a smartphone or a tablet could last nine years on one battery Again, and all you have is a, a little, tiny little diamonds, tiny little nuclear, nuclear diamonds. In <laughs> well, basically, um, making artificial diamonds is energy intensive, like I mentioned before, and superior heat conductivity. That's why they want to use the diamonds. They're the best at the job. Um, the, and I believe that this is one of the, the diamond that, uh, not the diamond, the batteries that uh, Elon Musk is looking into for his cars. Okay. These are NDA batteries. And would be nickel? No, nuclear. Oh, nuclear diamond. NDA. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the, they, they look really good. But there's also a lot of um, factories are looking into 
If you're interested in different types of batteries that they are developing for electric cars to hopefully have them more long lasting and reliable and lighter weight, check out the link in the description that will take you to a post all about the different types of batteries. Jesus' sandals were found in Utah. Oh, hallelujah. Wow. How do they know they're his sandals? Does it say? Well, they've got the professionals. They've got the uh, the Vatican professionals. Oh, okay. And they've done tests on them and stuff? Yeah. Lost sandals of Jesus. They've been missing for over 2,000 years. Wow. (laughs) They've been missing. (laughs) I'm so glad they found them. His outfit is complete. His feet are got to be like raw. Uh, an intrepid Vatican treasure hunter stunned every biblical uh, special. Right. When he uncovered these flip-flops. Do you think he actually did or is somehow trying to fool people? I think that uh, he's probably a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's think, Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's got Jesus' flip-flops. It's like, uh, what's he going to do with them? I'm trying to find out. Well, I guess he's going to get become well-known for finding them, perhaps. And revered. He slipped on them. Okay. Was he That's digging? Or? After slipping their... Oh, okay. Well, here we go. Mm-hmm. He initially slipped on the sandals, like that's how we found them, or tripped over them, I guess. Okay. And then after he put them on his feet, he was cured of all illnesses. He had a few, did he? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have any now. Really? Yeah. So uh, so now thousands of Catholics, devout Catholics, are like making their way to Utah to check out Jesus' shoes. Uh, did they get to stand in the shoes? And get healed? Is that what they're going to do? Pilgrimages? I think he should be put in charge of the shoes, and then you could have people do that. Yeah? Yep, I think you should. That's a great idea. I bet you they're not doing that. (laughs) Well, they wouldn't want to wear them out anymore, I suppose. I mean, is there a picture of them? Well, just an illustration. Oh, okay. Maybe they can touch them to them instead of them standing them. Maybe, you know, put them on their chest. Yeah, might not cure them of everything, but it's like, maybe get rid of your zits. (laughs) Well, I was reading about, well, hearing about placebo effect is 30%, believe it or not. So if you believe, it will help heal you 30% at least. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think it was last week we were talking about... uh, about unconscious bias and, uh, mm. and the placebo effect when it comes to uh, uh, white patients and white doctors versus white right. patients and, uh, and uh, ethnic minorities. Mm-hmm. But yeah, placebo effect, 30%. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty high, isn't it? The, you know, they've done double blind tests and things to, to come up with that figure. Right. Yeah. Well, that's really something that uh, that shows that you really do got to have a little faith, right? You that do. Really. Yeah, power of the mind. Don't underestimate your mind.
so there was something about um, a daughter of a Putin who was killed in a car bomb. Did you read that? Yeah, that's right. That just happened, uh, well, Recently? not too long ago in the last day. Mm-hmm. The daughter of a close ally to Vladimir Putin was killed in a car explosion. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Daria Dugina, who's a prominent journalist who openly supported Russia's invasion of Ukraine, was actually driving her father's car oh. uh, when it exploded. Wow. Um, now, she and her father had been attending an event together, but for some reason, uh, he chose a different vehicle to leave in. So his daughter took his vehicle and then load up. Wow. So targeted, big, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Big question is, of course, who would do something like that? Mm. Who'd be able to do something like that? Well, somebody who might want to get to Putin, but can't get to him directly. Somebody who might have a reason to get to Putin. I, I don't think that, uh, Maybe they were hoping he'd be in the car too, eh? <laughs> well, I think that because he's unreachable. I, this is what I think. I think the Ukrainians are going to start assassinating or have started to assassinate oligarchs okay. around uh, around Putin's inner circle. Oh, do you think that would make a difference? Well, I think that if oligarchs start getting assassinated, then because of Putin's uh, policies in the Ukraine, mm-hmm. the war in Ukraine, then he's at risk of losing the support of his other oligarchs if they think they're at risk of oh, yeah. also yeah, being assassinated. Yeah. So it could be it could put pressure on him to exit the Ukraine, I suppose. Um, well, they they are seizing his. Um, I mean, they're oligarchs' assets, aren't they? Like, I read about a sixty-three million dollar yacht that was auctioned off i believe oh that's right that was that was probably out of the uk was it not possibly i think that's where i i heard that okay. happened and even in canada they're uh, uh yeah snatching up oligarchs uh yachts and selling them off but i don't think they've actually sold any off because um, i mean they're letting them i mean they did let the russians um launder their money through the UK with fronts of businesses and they've been doing that since the end of the World War II because the basically they were just clinging on to something that they could do in a worldwide tone because the US basically took over as the leading country. Right. So maybe the the, the UK is going to stop letting that happen now. I would think that, uh, that yeah, they've already made lots of movement to divest themselves of uh, Russian investors. I mean, there's, and again, no clearer way to prove that than to uh, take your, or seize their assets. Yeah. So I don't know if I was a, if I was a Russian oligarch, if I'd want to put any of my money in the West right now a chance that it's just going to be confiscated yeah they have a lot to confiscate they have a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of assets that they've been i mean uh, e- even their um buildings eh, the homes that they've acquired in different 
places. Real estate across the world, absolutely. Yes, real estate's the word. <laughs> <laughs> yes, who knows? I mean, this is all supposed to put pressure on uh, on Putin. Yeah, um, but it's you know sort of related. There are people suggesting that uh, the fighting that's going on around the uh, nuclear power plant in Ukraine. You've heard about that? Yep. That this is what some people are speculating. Mm -hmm. The Russians have been claiming that the Ukrainians have been shelling around the plant, which is where the Russians are set up with their own artillery. Right. So the Russians are basically set up just outside the nuclear power plant okay. with their with their artillery and they're shelling a, a nearby city. And so they're basically protected from return fire because they've got that nuclear power plant right beside them, right? You don't mm -hmm. want to miss the artillery and end up right. the plant. Now, the Russians have been claiming that the Ukrainians have been shelling the nuclear plant. Right. Uh, video, or not video footage, uh, satellite footage shows mm -hmm. that, this is, that this is not the case. So the Ukrainians have not been shelling. Nobody's been shelling the plant. So okay. that begs the question, why do the Russians want us to think that the Ukrainians are shelling the plant? Hmm. One argument's been put forward is that, or speculation, is that Putin actually sees that Russia is just totally mired down in Ukraine and it's an unwinnable war. So he wants to get out. One way to get out would be to have a nuclear accident at that power plant, which would just throw radiation into the sky for thousands of miles. Oh yeah, that would be devastating. But would give Putin an excuse to pull out of Ukraine. So basically, yeah, set off a nuclear uh, catastrophe as an exit strategy. Yeah, that would be awful. And, I, and blame it, sorry, and blame it on Ukraine, on right. Ukrainians. Yeah. Yeah, and the prevailing winds from there um, would be more westerly, I believe, than, you know, they're less likely to blow Russia away. They're more likely to go across Europe. I, well, I guess that's the, uh, the whole risk, is that, I mean, wherever the wind blows, there's going to be, uh, it's going to be catastrophe. Mm -hmm. So Definitely. let's hope that that doesn't happen. Indeed, that, that would be awful. But yeah, the ongoing, uh, the ongoing battle in the area certainly leaves me wondering if at some point, uh, you know, an astray rocket or a rocket gone astray, like accidentally, legitimately sets that thing off. Anyway. Yeah. Well, apparently the um, those big HIMAC or whatever those ones the Ukraines are using, the big rocket launches on wheels. Um, they're extremely accurate, so I don't see how they would do that by accident. It would be the Russians. Right. Yeah. Well, let's, let's hope not. Yeah. yeah. Indeed, for everybody. Thanks for stopping by to listen to Did You Hear This? And we'll catch you next time.